0: To Echoes of Glory. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, your spurs. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, season ten, episode thirty-six. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. And I'm Chris. And we've got an action-packed agenda to talk about this evening. Yeah, of course we do. And we're <laughs> going to have to change it up a little bit before we talk about the Wolves game. Um, with the breaking news about Harry Kane, which has gone on Sky Sports News and, and BBC News Sport, and they're saying that he's asked to leave Spurs. Which, I know, are we? Are we? How are you feeling? Are you like, if it's true, are you annoyed? Are you sort of relieved for him? Like, what's your what's your initial feeling with it?
1: I have never had a drink during this podcast since I've joined (laughs) it and I'm now showing the screen a glass (laughs) and it has alcohol in it and that's how it makes me feel but I do understand (laughs) it I guess I just hope that he wouldn't um, he'd go abroad but I also know that's not really his vibe Mm-hmm. So I guess if he's going and the only pillar the only club I think that will is likely to be able to afford him is City and I can just about handle him going to City but not anywhere else not Chelsea not Manchester United not anywhere else I can handle him going to City and I understand it because he wants to you know win things etc having said that I've just seen from Alistair Gold who I think is uh, reliable that mm. it's not true but I also saw a fantastic tweet from Seb Stafford-Bloor that said, we all want to leave Tottenham, you just don't get to. So, <laughs> so yeah, good. big up Seb so for that. Good. I that that's, the name
0: of, that's the name of this week's episode, Sorted. I yeah. don't know, I have to come up with anything witty. That's that done. The one that worries me with Kane is Chelsea. That He's makes me go. so nervous. He's right? not going to go there. Well, I mean, top players in, and captains have left us before. Mate, for uh, that,
2: the noise would be louder than when Judas came back. Imagine
0: he the can't. The reason imagine. I say that, the reason I say that is, if he goes to Chelsea, in terms of his life, like he's moving his family and all of that, like he wouldn't have. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't disrupt all of that. So that's what makes me nervous about Chelsea. You know, he's, he's not moving to a different part of the country. Like, everything really would remain the same for him. That's what makes me nervous about that. And Chelsea have got a lot of cash. So it's like they probably could afford him as well. Oh. So They don't have as much as City, though. And
2: he, Abramovich has been a bit pissed off since he, he hasn't been allowed back in London. So I mean, City, I mean, you go Guardiola, probably the best coach in the world at the moment. I know Simeone, maybe Simeone. City I mean, Simeone makes the most sense. City makes sense. They need to replace Aguero. They they need to win the Champions League. All the, I, I, I you don't blame him because imagine he's on a WhatsApp group with all the players he used to play with, and Walker is just there, just showing him his medals the whole time,
0: the whole time. Carl Walker. There was a stat, wasn't there? Because Jermaine Defoe won the Scottish League, and I think he was the eighty seventh player. I saw that. Yeah. Won a trophy since leaving Spurs, compared to when we last did. Yeah. It's like.
1: If it's been and in Kudu. our WhatsApp groups. It's definitely been in, a, in the Spurs WhatsApp groups of the current team, right? Mm. Well, Georges
2: and Kudu's just won the Turkish league, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Similar.
1: <That's jokes. laughs> that is jokes.
0: So, I came, came uh, to Turkey then.
2: God, I imagine that. I imagine.
1: Listen, he's still got time on his contract, though. So if he's going to go, it's going to be for a lot of money. I also saw another brilliant WhatsApp from uh, the Proudly Whites group, which was, again, one of my favourites. Let me just find it where someone said a colleague of mine at Queen Mary, University of London, says Harry Kane's uncle delivers their post and he's (laughs) going to Manchester United. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) There's always a postman. (laughs)
2: <laughs> love it. That's I love so that. good.
0: But like the um, thing is if we think about if we think about this, the squad needs a rebuild. A big player has is gonna have to go. And I think we've said this on this show for probably the last eighteen months that a big player is gonna have to leave for us to accumulate the cash that we need. None of us want it to be Kane, but he's gonna be the player that's gonna bring the most amount of cash in, right? So like if that happens, it will sort of allow a rebuild, but then just begs the question, can we trust our recruitment policy? Which probably not
1: but also what are we trying to do mm. do you know what i mean like if you're going to sell your best player even if you have got needs to rebuild or rebuild or all the rest of it what are you trying to do yeah um you know I, i've i kind of think it might be sunny because he's got um yeah. you know he's coming into the end of his contract etc but then it can't be both of them
0: i no. hope not i mean i <laughs>
2: what happened to Liverpool sold their best player and it, they just elevated themselves they spent good money wisely and yeah. But I mean the criticism of Kane is always I mean he's the best player in the Premier League he, he just is because um, imagine what he would do at City
0: you know well, that would just 40 league goals like least, genuinely obviously. I think he'd get 40 goals in the Premier League because the amount of chances they create
1: yeah
2: it'd
0: be, it'd be a disgrace it would like, be it's, disgusting he's got what like is it 19 or t- maybe 20 now 20 odd league goals 21 in City? Isn't it twenty one in a team that has been defensive for most of the season.
2: Well it's been awful. And exactly. The, the criticism of, of Kane has always been we have to play a certain way around him. We can't buy another striker. He gets injured. So wipe the slate clean. It's it get, it a lot of opportunity, it's a lot of money. And when it when it comes down to it is we support Tottenham Hotspur. He was he was always gonna leave or it was he was always gonna leave at some point. It doesn't matter, you know. This, the, what we love, will be there in ten years. Kane will be an amazing memory. Bale left us, Bale came back. We, we all, will still carry on. It, it's, I've, you've had to become very stoic supporting Spurs this year and over the last few years. And what, what we want isn't Harry Kane. What we want isn't Ledley King. What we want isn't Pochettino. It is, is everything around that, it's, that's part of it. But, and it's a big part of it, but it's not the be all and end all. And I'd love to see him stay. I don't mind seeing him go.
0: The know? difficulty with him going as well is let's say he goes for 150 million, you're gonna to have to spend a third of that on a striker, and you're not gonna get any there's no other forward in the world that you could get that's of the of the same calibre as him. So that's yeah. what the challenge is gonna be. It's like not only we already need to strengthen other areas. Right. So like if Kane goes, then we need to strengthen defensively and we need a centre forward all of a sudden. So that's and we'll, the challenge.
1: The price will go up as well because they'll know we have money. Yeah. I saw something earlier. Again, someone from the, in the Pradley White's WhatsApp was like, they'll spend 30 million quid on Ivan Tony and take a punt on Dane Scarlett.
2: Yeah. That, that's, I was just thinking that. Dane Scarlett, Ivan Tony, Jack Grealish, go and get centre back with your partner Joe Roden. Suddenly, super happy. We're getting 20 million for Aurea. Let's go get another right back. Although we we got a right back, didn't we? And we got that kid from Wigan as well. And we, they, they, I'm big. And Tanganga is is it, it seems to be uh, above Matt Doherty as well. So I'm um, I'm very much looking forward to this season ending and next season starting. You know, and and seeing that new team. And if Kane's not a part of it, and we spend 150 million in the summer, do you know what? That's part of it. I'm excited because we we've had the same team for five years now.
0: <laughs> what, what, well, that's it. Like Kane going at least will bring something complete because Kane Kane's been the identity of that team for the last five Absolutely. six years. So if he does go, which I would I won't be able to bear. Be it would kind of like, be awful. Um, it would be like Do you remember that transfer deadline day when there were the pictures of Berbatov at Old Trafford with Sir oh, Alex Ferguson? Sorry, I remember that. seeing that and thinking no on
2: no, top of his not- eyes
0: yeah that was the worst
2: that was my first like transfer window in london that was the worst thing ever
1: all i all i know just about ma- i'm sorry to make the same point for me selling harry kane is a it, it goes it it, it it speaks to exactly who we are sadly because mm. you know what i mean it's like if we really think we're going to go out there and push for you know a Champions League we we're in the Champions League final not that long ago push for the league we've been chal- we challenged for the league that not lo- not that long ago you don't sell the best player in the Premier League mm. yeah. and that's city don't do
2: it, it chelsea don't sell their best players to their rivals and that's it just you're exactly right it just puts the stone and I tell you what's interesting about it's we haven't got a manager it sounds like real madrid are going to lose their manager psg might lose their manager bayern have changed their manager all these top jobs are there we are the second tier of that those teams now and that you know you talk about Conte maybe leaving Inter because he's taking them as far as they go he's going to be in demand and he's not one we even get excited about but he'll be too good for us and we're
0: talking about getting Graham Potter do you know what I mean (laughs) I'm I am now 100% for Emma Hayes I'm I'm
2: all for Emma Hayes I want to see it To make a stand so i think it's what we are as tottenham i think tottenham now we've made loads of money we're making loads of money i think we've always been about diversity about doing the right thing about putting ourselves out there what better than putting emma hayes in charge and seeing what can happen we put them in charge like (laughs) what's the i'm not comparing it I'm, i'm just saying we've taken risks is the point there i'm and i'm all for it and i'm i'm i don't know i've been in a bit of a I've been thinking a lot about the teams I've been in, I'm changing jobs soon. Um, all this. And I'm currently working with a very, very good team, all female. And a lot of my best bosses have always been female. And there's a lot of things about how you know about how men think they're rational, but they're actually way more emotional in their decision making than women, and all this sort of stuff. And I just I would love to see it break into a very male-dominated atmosphere in sport and just see what would change because we need something different and we talk about how Mourinho couldn't deal with the millennials and the gen Zers. what more do you need than someone who is more empathetic you know potter with his degree in um where it is being nice to people emotional and,
1: intelligence being yep.
2: nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> um i i'm I, i'm trying to I, I don't want to come across as sexist by saying women are by default more empathetic but I there's there must be something in there and she loves Spurs she's just taken the team to a Champions League final obviously it didn't go very well for her which in in the, in one sense maybe she might be quite Spursy and it might be perfect for us I don't know <laughs>
1: well uh, what I think I'd like to suggest off the back of that Jack is that you clip that little bit of ASD saying that and send it to Daniel Levy as a voice note
0: Emma Hayes let's get her in sign her up. Well, your email last time worked because if you hadn't sent that, we hadn't pulled out the Super League. So I told
2: him. I told him. I the sole reason, he looked
0: at that and thought, I've got to backtrack on all of this. Like,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, we've got a game to talk about from the weekend, which was Spurs 2-Wolves nil. Um, Actually, a very convincing performance against, let's not get too excited, a Wolves team that... I, whoa, I whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But when we look when other teams look better
2: against us, we've always said that it's because we make them look better.
0: Our perfect, perfect time for his Wi-Fi to have gone. That's I know. Um, <laughs> um, Chris, what did you make of the game? Um,
1: look, I thought, we, I thought we did well. I thought we, I thought we set up. Sorry, ASD, your, uh, your Wi-Fi went.
2: Uh, I disappeared. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying, I think we made walls look bad and I thought we were very good.
1: Okay, I like that. I like that flipping on his head. Yeah, I think look, I think we did all. I think we did well. I did, I did wonder when we hit the woodwork twice in that very quick succession if terrible things were going to happen. I thought that hitting the, we were top of the we're top of the table for hitting the woodwork. Uh, Sky Sports nomination. told us, which I thought was good. Um, Harry's on track for the golden boot, which is great. Um, and look, you know, I thought Delhi had an absolute blinder. Yeah. And I love the fact that the Spurs social team have been like posting videos of him nutmegging people for the last oh, um, eighteen hours. That?
0: Oh, you
2: know, that, and I've been hanging on about like, being a Dele
1: Evangelist all day as well, because yeah. you know yeah.
0: that was just it. it was clearly with Delhi, like it just looked like the he'd been released. Do you know what I mean? He was playing with freedom and it's like was it seemed like he'd been playing with the weight of the world on his shoulders for a long yeah. time and it's just like it seemed like he was just having a 5 a sub so with his mates in the park, like, and that, that, you know, when he plays like that, that's when it is at his best, trying audacious stuff, like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but look, he's all—he's such a talented player, we've all said it, it's just, yeah. we just need to find a way to get him back into the team, Um, I want to talk about Tanganga, because I absolutely love that's him, it. like, yeah. honestly, I think we've got a real, real potential superstar there, this is a guy that can play any defensive role and and he's played all of his the centre half left back right back wing back like he can do it all and he's come in and it looked like he'd been playing all season at right back he just yeah. like it's so difficult in any position when you're in and out of the team a lot to come in and do well because you've got no rhythm but it's like he can he makes it look so easy when he comes in and plays and I just think we've got such a brilliant player there we're talking you know talking about we've been struggling at right back I still scratch my head about why he hasn't played more this season. I know he had some injuries, but I just think he's a player that has to be in the first team next season. Like I know we're struggling for centre-halves and you'd probably want somebody more experienced. But for me, like that right-back slot could definitely be his. He needs to work a little bit on, you know, sort of his, his playing the final third, but defensively he just offers us so much.
1: I really rate him, and I think the other thing is, is that he's. You can see he's a he's a young man. But he's a really good talker, and I think we miss that as well. You know, we haven't necessarily got very vo- we haven't had very vocal centre backs, necessarily. You know, a defensive line, I should say. And mm. he talks a lot, and he's organising, and he's thinking, and all the rest of it. And I just think, I, I mean, I really like him. I've liked him from the start, and I, I think you're absolutely right, Jack. I think he needs a proper run in the team,
2: Reggie. Rodon, old Toby, Tank anchor. I'm happy with that, and then, uh, what's, what, I mean, it's it's not bad, it's not I bad, still, I Chelsea. still
0: don't like that, I just, I look at, I look at, well, something's going on with Rodon, isn't it, because it's like, he's not, he's all of a sudden, he's not even making squads at the minute, so like, that's strange, like for him to maybe, not being, not be, being picked to play, you'd sort of maybe get that, because he maybe, Mason's coming, he's like, I want to trust it, a bit more experience, and you got to think. I know Dyers. Dye, I thought Dyer did well again at the weekend. He, he's very inconsistent still for me. But you can sort of understand why Dyer's been put back in because he's probably the best of a bad bunch. And Mason and but especially Chris Powell probably knows him from the England setup. So it's sort of like they're players that we can trust to go in there and do a job. Um, I still think we'll need a centre half to play alongside Alderweireld. Um, Reggie at left back. I'm this jury's still out for me on him. I'm still not convinced. I thought he thought he did well at the weekend. Um.
1: Is he on
0: so, loan as well? No, they've just got a
1: buyback.
0: It, yeah, after two
2: years. Oh, is that so, what it
1: is? A buyback. Yeah.
0: Okay. And it's not
2: a lot, is it? It's like thirty-five or forty-five million. And it's not a huge amount if if he's doing really well. But if he's played like, I mean, Troyore did him a couple of times. But then he also did really, he did great for that, the setup for one of the goals or one of the the you yeah. know hitting the post, like, you know, just chasing it down. Also and
0: with Troyore, asd right, like. He, he he goes past the best left backs because do you know what I mean? He's he's such a a, a quick player that it's like Wilfred Zaha like they just they can just beat people. It's, it's like, just the fat
2: Aaron Lennon. It's just the fat <laughs> Aaron Lennon, isn't it? But the um, but you have a look at it it's certainly Reggie's first season. You have a look at this is Doherty's first season at Spurs. I mean, look at the contrast yeah. there. This is huge contrast.
1: I was thinking that it's his first season. He started really well. You can see he's got you know like maybe he just needs proper coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, it's no. like, we know they haven't been coached properly this season. We know they haven't been working on their fitness because they've been, they're they puffed out. So hopefully we'll get somebody in who can actually work with the players and improve them.
2: No tapas restaurants have been open. Imagine how bad that is for a, a little Spanish
0: fella. So, and it's more of mentioning Hojbjerg as well, getting on the score sheet, because we've, qu- we've been quite critical of him. I
2: haven't been. Of
1: you've been, been critical. I haven't either. been. I, I, have I been. love him. I yeah. have
0: been. And I think that he's been way off of it the last couple of months. But this was him back to his best, like forward passing. The ball for the Kane goal was excellent. Him getting oh. on the score, him getting on the score sheet just absolute bonus. But it was good to see him like breaking forward as well and, and having that opportunity. And it's rather than being so worried about it's only me that protects the back four. like Him and LeCelso Seem to have struck up a little bit of a partnership, and there seems to be a bit more chemistry there with them two as a pair, um, which I think is quite promising. Um, but it's good to see him get a goal um, because he probably deserves that over the over the whole course of the season.
1: I still don't get Celso.
0: I, I like him. Like I, think
2: he just he's very busy, isn't he? Like he could do more. Um. The. It, my worry is he slips into Lamella territory where he's just, he's, he's just pretty good. He just does a bit. And then, but there, there's a bit, I've, I see something in there that driving forward and busy. I, I wish, I wish for a bit more, but I'm, 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 I'm willing to wait. I want to yeah.
0: se- I mean- I see him stay fit next season as well. I want to mm-hmm. see him have like a run of like 20, 25 games where, he, you know, he's involved in all of them because the, 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 the question for me is, is his fitness? Because I think there's, a I think there's a good player in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that central midfield area is a problem for us because we still haven't quite found the balance. Um, Undenbele, I think there's always going to be question marks about him just because we can't quite figure out how to get him into the team properly. Um, I don't mind Lasso, so I think, I think he's all right. Um, I don't think he's an absolute world beater, but I think we've got a player there that can control games from deep positions. And I don't think we've got anybody else that can really do that in the side.
1: It's interesting. There was a Jack Pitbrook wrote a piece for the Athletic earlier on La Celso and on Bellet, basically saying they're Spurs' two best players, but they can't. No one seemed to work out how they can play together. Mm. And actually, if you if you figured out how they were going to play together, then you know you'd actually have the the, the makings of a great midfield.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Um. Let's talk a little bit about what our Premier League teams of the season would be, because there's been a lot of this with pundits sort of submitting their So there has been a lot of chat on social media about this. So I'd be intrigued to hear from both of you um, what your Premier League team of the season is. So, uh, Chris, why don't I start with you on this one? Yeah,
1: so I uh, I did... I had a first draft of this and then I sort of crowdsourced. Thank you very much to the Proud Lily White's WhatsApp group. We had a bit of a debate on this. I've actually ended up with three subs as well, all three of the midfielders, because I couldn't decide on the midfield. Love it. So goalkeeper, I think has got to be Martinez. Oh, we've lost ASD. I'm sure he'll come back. Um, Goalkeeper, I think has to be Martinez. I think, you know, it, it just, it just seemed like a I mean I mean I guess it was a little bit between him and the guy from Leeds actually he's had good, has, a, mm. has had a good has had a good had a good season but it was him left back Luke Shaw I thought right back Jao Cancelo yeah. um center backs I went for Wesley Fofana and Ruben Diaz yeah
0: Diaz I mean what a what a signing he's I been the like, <laughs> oh, no. that is just a phenomenal like. When he joined, like no one, we, no one really knew too much about him, and he just looks like one. He looks like absolute Rolls Royce at the centre half.
1: Well, that's the things like that's good recruitment, isn't it? And then in terms of midfield, I went for a holding. What I've done is I've gone for a holding midfielder. So back four, flat back, of uh, back four of some description, a holding midfielder two midfielders and then three forwards yeah well like two forwards and a striker type thing no prize for guessing who the striker is going (laughs) to be so the holding midfielder it was a toss-up between N'Golo Kante and Thomas Suchek yeah and I, I erred on Kante just because I kind of like how he's sort of like lively he is. Yeah. Um, but I got pelt a little bit of pelters for that from the Proudly White's WhatsApp because Suchet scored a load of goals apparently mm-hmm. or whatever. And then midfield, I went for Gundogan and Yuri Uri Tillem- Telemans. But, yeah. but my first iteration of that was Kevin De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandez. Mm. Um. I think I'd probably err on Gundogan because I think he has had a better season than De Bruyne hasn't had like the best of seasons. Um, and Tielemans and Fernandez are kind of like undernards, But after what Tielemans did at the weekend, um, and I haven't seen Fernandez. What's a goal,
0: by the way. Oh, I like, know. In absolute... a FA Cup final, top corner, 25 yards. Yeah, I mean, it was a awful.
1: banger. Um, and then forwards, again, I think I went for Patrick Bamford and Sonny um, with Harry Kane up top.
0: Yeah, Bamford's a good shot. He's had a great like First four seasons in the Premier League. Yeah. He's, he's scored a lot of goals for Leeds. He's yeah. done really well. That's a great team. Um, ASD, how about you? So I
2: reimagined the brief a little bit because um, that's unlike you. Lot- of course he did. Well, <laughs> just because you know we've seen a lot of them; they're all very samey. So what? But what I did was only allowed myself one player from each team. So it's similar, but just to get just let me have a look. Um, so that's good. and I'll tell you the players I went for in order, so you can see like number one was Harry Kane. I think he's been the yeah. best player in the league. Like he's dragged, we're, we're in seventh and he's the top scorer, joint top scorer. Not much more needs to be said. Or uh, Man City's hurricane, should I say? Um, <laughs> then away Jack Grealish at Villa. I just, I, I, yeah. I, I think every time I see him, he just gets better. And I just, I, he could play for any team in the world, and I think he could do it.
1: Um, I nearly had him instead of Bamford. I went for Bamford. Keep mm-hmm. going.
2: And then so I'll just keep on going. And then Mason Mount for Chelsea. I just think the sheer amount of games is that I just think he's been brilliant. And then, like Phil F- and then I chose Phil Foden at City because City, you could have had De Bruyne, you could have had um, Gundogan as well. But I just think Foden's been incredible for how young he is and just the, some of the games that he's controlled. I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about it. Like what a talent. England have got some really exciting talents coming up. Uh, what about Ruben midfield?
1: Diaz? Did you not consider Ruben
2: Diaz? I did. I thought it's been really good as well. Like it's 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 very difficult to choose from that team, isn't it? And yeah. even their keeper has been absolutely fantastic yeah. as well. Like that, that's the heart of that. And then defensive midfield, Suchekin and D West Ham and Leicester, are just solid. You take them all day. Yeah. Defence is is harder, but um you notice I haven't had any Liverpool or Man United players. I think Wan Basaka, I don't think he's the best defender, but I think he's done well for Man United. Yeah. Um and there's, um, some of my Man United friends don't really rate him, but I think maybe we've had a bit of a dirge at left backs, uh, at right back. And then I chose from Liverpool, Nathaniel Phillips, because I think he's done really well in the games that I've seen him play. And he had big shoes to fill, massive mm-hmm. shoes to fill. And he's just done well. And he's a very young man. I, um, the other centre back is Dunk from Brighton. So if mm-hmm. you have a look at the goals conceded for Brighton, They've only conceded 43, when everyone else around them has con- conceded in the 60s and the 70s, and he's been the heartbeat of that. So, all respect to him. Ben Godfrey at Everton done well at left back. You know, I, um, Everton you could have had obviously Calvert Lewin, um, uh, and then Nick Pope at Burnley.
0: Yeah, I like Nick Pope. I think he's a the, really good goalie, Nick Pope.
2: The, the hardest tr- person to leave out was uh, actually Martinez. So, uh, from Villa instead of, because um, I obviously had because he's been brilliant. The other people did make it Gundawin's son, Saka, at the Scum as well, because I think he's been really good. But I'm not having any of players. So I, th- I thought it was a bit interesting because, you know, it's, it's basically City plus a few Liverpool players and Kane, isn't it, really?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll quickly whiz through mine. Um, I
2: didn't have
1: any Liverpool players, ASD, just so you know. I've
0: oh, well, yeah, <laughs> not got any Liverpool in mine either. Um, so, Chris, similar to you, I went with like a 4 um, 3 I actually put Mendy in goal, the Chelsea okay. goalkeeper, because I, I think they had major problems, Chelsea, with their goalkeeper, that Kepa, who cost them about 60 odd million. Seven, 17, 17, right, 17. So I, I don't know what, when we moan about our recruitment, I don't know what they saw in him because he just looks like a poor keeper. Um So I've gone Mendy in goal, then my back four, I've gone for um Fowle at right back, who's a West Ham, it's been the West Ham right back, who they bought from maybe it was Sparta Prague in the summer, sort of like went under the radar. But when I mean, West Ham have had a really good season, so like I felt like I needed to have him in there he's been pretty solid played a lot of games centre-backs I couldn't not have Stones and Diaz if I'm totally honest just because that partnership has been phenomenal that run they went on was it they conceded like one goal in 11 games at one point it's just like absurd statistics Um, and Luke Shaw at left back I really like Luke Shaw I've actually like I always felt when we that he would have joined Spurs under Potch. Like, I always felt like that was a sign that could have happened. It never quite worked. You forget how young he is. He's only about 25, 26. Mm. Like, he's been around a long time, had injuries. So it's good to see him coming back, especially for, for England. Um, then my midfield three is made up of De Bruyne, um, Gundogan and Fernandes. And I just think it's, it's pretty much just on the numbers. Like Gundogan... Who, he hasn't really played that much for City. He's got twelve league goals from like holding midfield. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, De Bruyne is De Bruyne, and Fernandez is Fernandez. Like they're just two unbelievable players, um, and have had great seasons. And then my front three was Sun, Kane, and Foden, and it was the it was the right hand side. But it was Foden or Grealish, and I was looking at the stats. I didn't realize how many goals Salah scored in the league. but like Liverpool have been dreadful. And he's still scored 20-odd league goals. So I was thinking about maybe putting him in. But actually, like, what Foden's done, bear in mind he's, like, taken what David Silver was doing last year. And it's, like, he's just stepped into that role. And it's just, it's looked like he's been playing for them for years and years and years. Just an incredible player. So that's my side. um some Salah really, really. joined, say that joined again. with Kane. Salah's yeah. joined with Kane. And, and like, like, how bad have Liverpool up. been? And you just, you, I think Salah, like, I think he's a player that's massively underappreciated in general. Like just the, just sheer goals that he scores every season is like, yeah. If he if he leaves Liverpool, like that'll be a challenge for them to replace. So that's my that's my team. Um, we wanted to have a little bit of a chat about Spurs memorabilia because we touched on this a little bit last week. So I would love to know what bit of Spurs memorabilia have you got that is your favorite or like you know if your house is going to burn down and you could only keep one spurs item like what would it be so chris why don't i come to you uh, first again with this one
1: well again like i well like asd's just said i think i had to slightly reinvent the brief there because i couldn't come um. up with one thing <laughs> um so one thing i wouldn't have to worry about if the house was burning down because i've got i took a photograph of it And it's on my phone is a photograph of me aged about 10 with Keith Birkinshaw. So I'm really um, showing my uh, my age now. So obviously, you know, he was in the first Spurs team. He would manage the first Spurs team I ever loved. I don't know where we were it was a family like we went to like a dinner and dance like with Greek Cypriot North London as we went to dinner and dances right and I don't know what Keith Birkinshaw was doing there so there's a picture of me in like a dress which I look really uncomfortable in with like plastered down hair because I'd obviously been running around with the other kids like looking really proudly next to Keith Birkinshaw. so I love that behind me here is a signed pennant and I think uh, we talked about we had a chat about that uh, off, off, um, off, off camera last week um I can't even remember which pe- where that um came from but it's a team that's got like Christian ziga Goran bunjevcevic Um The
0: glory is is exactly. what, uh, what it's known Steve as. Kelly.
1: Um and so I think there's something about that that is like, you know, like I don't know how I've ended up with a signed pennant, but the fact that I've got one, I love it. It's got the old logo on it and stuff as well um but finally the one that like really kind of matters to me is uh, you know i haven't talked about this really on my um on, on here but my late wife used to play for the spurs women's team and so that um sky blue shirt with the thompson darker blue logo on that was when she played for them and that was her that was the kit that we've got and it's in i've still i kept it i've still got it and actually um after you know another incident some incident happened and we went to the um training ground and she actually got it signed by loads of players and i remember uh one thing that made me laugh was um lee young pyo um was just like he was trying to tell us to stretch it so he could sign it and he kept saying make it strong make it strong and we didn't know what he was talking about and that really sticks in my mind um, but, yeah, that, and that day was great. Jermaine Genus was an absolute gent. Michael Dawson was an absolute gent. Um, Mido was a miserable bastard, um, <laughs> like really grumpy. Um, Paul Stoll Terry was also grumpy, not as grumpy as Mido. Um And Aaron Lennon hadn't broken into the team yet. But um, it just, I, I remember looking at him and thinking, you look so young. And the other funny thing was it was a Friday at the end of the month And they'd been paid and they all had literally like little brown wage slips. Because if you think back then, obviously they weren't getting them by email or whatever. They were actually going and collecting their wage slips. So that shirt brings back all of those memories. And it brings back me and Mon going down there, watching a training session, talking to Martin Yeo and Damien Comely. And when Edgar Davids was there that day as well, it was brilliant. So...
0: That's such a brilliant story. I also, anytime Martin Yole's name gets brought up, I always smile because I loved Big Martin Yol. He was such a brilliant manager.
1: I bought a t-shirt, it was white, a long sleeved, it was white with orange sleeves, and it said, I love Martin Yol on the front, and Martin Yole loves me on the back. And I wore it and he laughed, thankfully, didn't think I was a stalker. (laughs)
0: That's brilliant. There's there's some great bits of memorabilia there, Chris. That's I love hearing those stories. Um ASD, what about you?
2: I've got a, a box full of it in my loft. So there, there's loads of stuff. I've got a, an England versus Egypt ticket signed by Harry Redknapp for when I, I went to a talk sport thing and he was doing some talking uh, when Jason Cundey was there. Uh, and Harry walked through the crowd and he signed this ticket. I didn't even go to that England game, but I had it on me for some reason. That That's good. Um, but it's just full of random stuff like that. I've got every Champions League Program from the first Champions League, um, uh, the two thousand ten. That was a really special year for me. I'm not sure why. That's when I started to go properly. I've got that home shirt complete, signed by the squad as well. So there's, you know, Bale, Modric, King, Lennon, Rafa, Defoe, Crouchy. They're all there, and that. I, I love that. Like I really, really love that. Um, I've got that i've got every season review dvd for going back about 15 years and i i love those because you just get to watch it and it you see the, the highlight videos on youtube are the same things as recut in a million different ways but i you know i can go back i can watch steve malbronks score those those goals and you just that feels a bit more spursy yeah. the, the the thing i love the most though is before i was even a proper like spurs going families back was up when i was in cardiff We when we bought my first family home computer from simply computers i've told the story before mm-hmm. um the podcast on the podcast the uh the computer was delayed and my, my dad's always been a bit of a negotiator a bit of a you'll he, get what he wants and, uh, and they and were dates so they were like, oh what do you want what do you want and he said oh we've had some spurs players do you want a match mat signed by some spurs players so uh we dad said yeah go for it and I mean this was the days when there wasn't even any internet I don't really know why we had computers to do some word processing we had you know Microsoft and Carter and you played solitaire and that's what you did (laughs) Um, but I've got a simply computers mouse mat signed by Andy Sinton and Gary Mabbott, and I love it it's just something I've had for years and years and years and I absolutely love it and the final thing is I went back home to Cardiff Uh, the car boot sale was down the block so it'll splow if you're if you if you're trying to make it posh and my dad's taking the piss gave me 50p pocket money i mean i was 25 or what it was whatever it was i love it and to go down spot marketing to go and buy everyone. and i found an aerial picture of white hart lane you know a4 mm. uh, and i love it and i don't know why but i just love it it's it's an older it's color maybe like late 90s it's in a naff frame my wife absolutely hates it every time we've moved out <laughs> since then it's the first literally the first thing that goes anywhere it, it's the first thing that enters that house before me and, uh, <laughs> my wife hates it but I, I I don't know why I just love it I think because I I love I deeply love white white heart lane the old white heart lane there was just something about it There was just I like I I was comfortable I knew the rules I knew where I was sitting I knew the people around me I didn't know them but I knew them I just I knew it and I felt part of it and I felt part of just the, the heartbeat of that and it felt like it was part of the club and it felt so close to our identity like passionate energetic close to the team we felt part of the team and it, it, i think it, it just reminds me of that feeling you know um so there they're my they're, that's my memorabilia. It. And it, 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 going back to the word memorabilia the memory of it that's that's what i, if I i'd save that picture you know, even though it's crap that's what i'd say it's more than a picture
0: that's brilliant um i think for me i've got my seat from the old ground that is buried oh, yeah. in the back of my shed in the garden, which I'm gonna put up in the garden this summer. I'm gonna get like a little mechanism and like put it up so it proper flips down and it's like the proper, you know, what it used to be in the ground. Um, so like I I treasure that and I don't really know why because it's like it's just a bit of plastic, but like that proper brings me back every time. Like I have to go out to get something, it's like I see the seat down, like ah, oh. like they're they're all of the good old days. Um, I've got some photos that I absolutely love. And I think one of my favourite ones is I I can't be much older than maybe like two. Um, And we're on a family holiday. I don't know where it is, but me and my dad are at like the seafront and we've both got Spurs shirts on. I'm going to I'm going to tweet this out um, later once the show goes out. But I'll show the two of you if you can see that. So There's the two of us. I can't
2: see it.
1: Move it over. Your dad's wearing
0: the
2: Hewlett-Packard wow!
0: Spurs shirt.
1: Oh, it's it's that nearest
2: pony.
0: It's amazing. It's like it's one of my favourite photos. It's just the fact that we've both got Spurs kits on, but they're different. And it's like it was obviously a family trip. My, I'm, I'm, I'm literally been in i you it. out on that. That's
2: not memorabilia. That's a photo. That's a photo of you. That's a person. That's so not
0: So your, your your aerial one. It's just a photo. So that's yeah, out. That's
2: memorabilia. That's sold out by the <laughs> That's just one of your holiday snaps. How doesn't count.
0: <laughs> yeah, and last year while I was on holiday, um, yeah. <laughs> so I think they're, they're my, they're my favourite things, I think. I was never a massive one for, like, programmes, if not that, but, like, that picture just brings it all back, and the seep from the old ground is, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I
2: regret the programmes. I've got, like, maybe close to 100 programmes, and I regret most of them, because half of them are adverts, and the rest of them <laughs> are just yeah. like, oh, here's one from, I don't know, Oh, I've so.
1: got 10 seasons of programmes. Yeah. And then I don't know why, <laughs> I just thought, what the hell am I doing? I have to stop. <laughs> I have to stop. But <laughs> so I showed you my picture wall going up the stairs. And there's some really yeah. special ones there. Actually, you're saying that, um ASD about um, White Hart Lane. I, I loved White Hart Lane as well. And it was a present, actually. And it's White Hart Lane, the old East Stand in 1908. And it's brilliant because it's kind of corrugated iron. And there's just this old man in a flat cap just leaning against it. But you can see the row, you know, in the East end is where I used to sit. So, you know, the road, you know, it was brilliant. I love that. I love that picture. Um, and there's a couple of other things I've had as presents. I don't know if you saw it, but one is an advert for um, a, a charity match to raise funds for the people affected by the t- Titanic between the Woolwich Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur actually says Woolwich Arsenal so I always I tweet it every North London Derby I was going to say that I
0: remember <laughs> you saying on Twitter before every game it's like bang yeah. it's a reminder yeah. of who you really are.
1: Exactly um, and there's just some really nice ones there there's also one of um of Delhi like where he's a little bit like Jesus there's like loads of little kids around him and he's like smiling at them and the lights really evocative at night time and the right lights really evocative. So that one's up there as well. And there's an advert that Bill Brown has done. I don't know what it's for. I mean, he's in a string vest. I keep thinking it's for string vests, it's probably for Brill, brill Cream. Um, so, yeah, just got some great stuff there as yeah. well.
0: I would love to know everybody listening as well. Like, if you've got some brilliant bits of memorabilia, please tweet us because we'd love to see it and we can talk about them next week. ASD, um, have hey you got a quiz for us this week?
2: I have. Can I just say how wonderful the FA Cup final was? Like, fans, the noise of yeah. the fans the the game itself it was the underdog winning football. yeah the underdog winning VAR just that that save by Casperus Michael was just unbelievable mm. just the whole thing the the celebrations and seeing their owner come down and lift it after was, is it his dad yeah. passed away and that oh happened. yeah That's that amazing. was
1: that was lovely like that all brought yeah. I don't even really care about um I mean I was pleased to see them win but that literally brought a tear to my eye.
2: Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I've got ten, ten. So for those people who haven't heard, who haven't got bored of the podcast yet, um, so <laughs> yeah, far this episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give Jack and Chris ten questions. They're gonna write down the answers to those numbers. They're gonna add them up and give me their answers.
1: I'm not good at this.
2: No, I'm I'm not at all.
0: I, I love Jack. This loves course.
1: this. And I know. Although did I admit, didn't I win last week?
0: Yeah, but you know what it is, I I stand a fighting chance in this one. The other ones where it was like you were giving capital cities and it's like, I don't even know where these places are, let alone (laughs) alone more Spurs players from there. Um, I've
1: got my pen and my bit of paper.
0: Right then. Uh,
2: um, So the first question is, how many Premier League penalties have we had this season? (laughs)
3: Oh, a question. What a start,
1: ASD. Jesus. At
0: least, at least Chris. At least we can't be way way out with that. You can. <laughs> Seventy-three. yeah. Right then. Um, on the
2: twenty-fifth of February, twenty thirteen, Gareth Bale scored the winner in the three-two game versus West Ham. And I, uh, do you remember the goal, Chris? You know, the one outside yeah. the box.
1: It was basically, he. Did, it was always in the second half and he always did it right in front of me because I was basically, I couldn't see the 18-yard line for the pole in the East Stand, right? This and is so away. Gareth- Sorry?
2: This is away. Oh. Was three, two away. This is your birthday. It was one. Yes, I do This was my birthday, yeah. That one, yeah. Um, that but, one, yeah. It, was just, it, it was an assist from a, a player who has now left us. I think he's gone to Swansea. What was his shirt number?
3: Oh, I think I've got it.
2: It's two questions there, isn't it, really? It's who gave the assist? I don't I know. I do that's because we talk about it a lot. It's, it's Tom Carroll gave the assist. So what's Tom Carroll's shirt number at that time?
1: Oh, OK. Oh, it's a high-ish number, I suppose. God, I forgot about him. Is he... um? Playing in the playoff final, like the playoff semi final, right now? I
2: don't know. That, I think that's finished. Must have finished. No, well, the Swansea
1: are just starting now.
2: How are they? Maybe I'll have a look. Uh, how many appearances did Brad Friedel make for Tottenham?
0: Oh, I loved Brad Friedel, by the way. I thought he was such a brilliant signing when we got him. Just dependable, wasn't he? He was solid. Those. Oh. That's a hard question
2: now I
1: don't know that
2: I'm triple checking my answer because I don't trust it
1: I don't know that at all I've got no concept of it Because was he ever really the first I mean he was the first choice keeper for a while Wasn't he
2: He kept Hugo out of the team for a while I don't know He was with us for
1: four
0: four years Yeah I was going to say I think he was first choice For about two seasons No
1: he wasn't I think he was well, actually, first choice. Yeah, because didn't yeah, we have more yeah. and
0: Puccini mm. yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, the goal difference in the Europa League group stage this year. Oh. I've
1: got. No, I haven't got a, I've not I mean, got.
2: You it. can guess, right? It's it's eight games. So you can guess.
1: Yeah. It's positive then. <laughs> it's not giving anything away.
2: In 177 matches for all those matches for Spurs, how many goals has Lamella scored for us?
1: <laughs> it's not many, is it?
0: At, le- at least we can't be way out with this one because it's a small number. Yeah.
1: Forward but player. It is a positive number. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Is it though? I'm not sure if it is. <laughs> Just Now, the big numbers, the we one that's coming
1: next. We talked about this the other day, they we didn't. did. I remember talking about it.
2: How many games was Harry Redknapp in charge of Spurs for? Hey, this is a questions. tough one. All that is
1: more games than Brad Friedel.
2: It's, it is. Yeah.
1: That's all I've got from that. OK.
2: Oh. How many times have we won the FA Cup?
1: I will know this one.
2: This is a good question and I've triple checked this one. So this is right. How many main shirt sponsors have we had in the Premier League? So we've got AIA AIA at the moment in the Premier League.
0: Jesus. That's a great question.
1: That is a good question. And I've just gone for a a gut and actually I should probably try and work it out
2: there's there's one which I'm counting well there's I'm counting as there's two which I'm counting as one because one is a product of the other so it's a bit like when Arsenal had Sega and Dreamcast I would count that as one for our two lots of how many shirt manufacturers have we had so right now we've got Nike in the Premier League era how many have we got
1: we had And the final one
2: is where did Diamond Lights get to in the UK singles chart?
1: Yes. Come and on.
2: This one I was surprised that because I thought it would be a lot higher because I love diamond light. Right. Have you got a total?
1: No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: I think I think I just let's just call um, the numbers out, then I'll do the total for you. Uh Jane. See, right then, I'm ready. So, Jack, Premier league penalties this season. Three? Three for Jack. Chris?
1: I've gone for five.
2: Is the correct answer.
1: <laughs> I couldn't remember any. Come on!
2: I can barely remember any. We, well, we have one against Man United, that we? Ben Davis got taken down by Pogba. Oh, yeah. So, there's your one. I'll leave that
3: right, on. moving on. on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Carroll's uh, Jack. 46. 46 is the correct answer, Chris. What, what did you put?
1: I went for, like, i said 34. I didn't mind. OK, there's a gap. Oh, dear. I'm
2: just going to... The gap at the moment is 12. Um, We'll do the big number last. How many appearances did Brad Friedel make for Tottenham, Chris?
1: 52.
2: Oh, very close. Jack? Is it 65. Oh much further away. It's fifty. So you're you're one away from each other at the moment. Come on. Uh what's our goal difference? So we beat. So let me tell you the game. So we beat uh our first game we beat LASK 3-0. We lost to Antwerp 1-0. We beat Ludogorets 3-1. Ludogorets 4-0. We drew with LASK 3-3, and then we beat Antwerp 2-0, giving us a goal difference of plus ten. Mm. Chris, what
1: did
0: you
2: have? I had seven. I had okay.
0: 15. Oh, okay. Well, did we not? I, I, I feel like I had in my head that we hammered that side 7 2 or whatever. Qualifier. Was
2: it? Play played three qualifiers. <laughs> Damn it. Um, how many goals has Lamella scored, Chris?
1: 17. I, remember win- I remembered it's 17.
0: 17. I remembered. Oh, I yeah. put up at, up at 15. I knew it was a 17. teen. <laughs> yeah which is just remember, a crime isn't it yeah it's awful
2: it isn't is. it uh i'm going to skip the big number because that'll be what and then remember it's the closest to the final answer not how much. how who's got the closest uh to each yeah. other um how many times have we won the fa cup jack eight
0: eight that's
1: correct yeah, we know that one thank god and then and that number the, hasn't changed for a while either.
0: can you i mean let can you name
2: our sh- shirt sponsors chris how many did you have
1: i went for six but then i just it was a gut rather than working it out
0: jack i went higher than that and now i'm panicking i went 14 14 i mean six is correct can you name them
1: (laughs) um aia aia thompson alrasma
2: alrasma or and or autonomy
1: yep um hp hp um
2: and then i first
1: one adidas kit fear Oh, and when you said premier league i got thrown off
2: we started it was 91 to 93 and the last one is a gambling site mansion
1: of course mansion yeah yeah i
2: just i thought so. Yeah, you got it right. Share manufacturers, Jack. Six. Chris.
1: I went four. Oh,
2: it's a lot more than that. Uh, Umbro. Yeah. Pony. Yeah. Adidas.
1: Yeah. Kappa. Oh, Kappa. I forgot about Kappa. Puma. Under Armour. Nike. Yeah.
0: I used to love those Under Armour kits. That's seven. Who am I missing?
2: Put it back to seven. Right? Anyway, uh, where did Diamond Lights like get into the singles chart, Chris? Ten. Ooh.
0: Jack. Twenty. That was just a guess. It was twelve. <laughs> Who said four for the last
2: one? Just sort of put it in the right. Poll- Who said four?
1: Me. Hey. For the shirt. For the shirt sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah that was me. Now,
2: yeah. this is the big one. Because I don't. I'll tell, you, know. I'll tell you how close you are now. So so far the correct the the correct total is one hundred and sixty-one. Uh, Jack, you're on one hundred and seventy-six, so fifteen off. Chris, you're on
0: one hundred and fifty-one, so ten off. So
2: it's Whoa. close.
0: I Can feel like Chris has got mo- have been closer on all of them than me, but I'll, yeah, I'll but I've got it.
1: no idea of the- I think I'm it, really off on I, this last I
0: one. I hated this one. This is literally giving me so much really I see off. these questions.
2: So, so Jack, how many games was written up in charge of Spurs for? A, according <laughs> to Wikipedia,
0: if memory, no, if memory was correct, it was four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Two thousand and eight to two thousand and twelve. Yeah. So thirty-eight league games plus. I went one eight five. That's a good guess, Chris.
1: And I went 180. Oh! I'm not messing about, actually. I'm not just trying to do it to like, because I I know what the score is. I actually did go 180.
2: Harry Rednum was in charge of Spurs for 198 games. Oh! Jack, you, uh, which means, Chris, you have 331 to get close to 354. So you're 23 off. But Jack, 361.
1: So you're seven points. bravo well <laughs> <done>, Jack.
0: <laughs> bravo. I think I only got one question closer.
1: That's exactly what I did to you last week. So oh, fair, yeah.
0: fair, is fair. You know what? I think considering there were probably four or five of them. I don't know what you thought, Chris. That I was like, I've got no idea on this. And you yeah. just have to go with your gut. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Great Chris. Well, I think.
2: Carol will let well, me down
1: the most.
0: I just, like, the
2: the, red, the the um I just emailed myself on Saturday. I was like, oh, Tommy Carroll number. Because now I'm just searching for, like, number points to come to It's going to get hard. Number I love points. it. I it's love it.
0: Get
1: It's brilliant, that, though, I see. It is absolutely brilliant. The
0: quiz becomes a quiz for you at some point, doesn't it? <laughs> it
2: really does, yeah. But, yeah um, Harry... Sorry, yeah, I mean, Harry was with us from 8 to 12, 2008 yeah. to... Yeah, yeah, 11 12, so,
0: yeah. Um, I look back on those red map years, though. I loved them. I know he gets a lot of stick and he wasn't everyone's cup of tea, which is fair. But, like, I loved it. I thought it was some of the best football I'd seen. It was free flow and it, was like, it, wasn't, much, it wasn't much to it. It was 4 4 2. It was go out and attack. But, like, you knew every game you went to that you were going to see a decent game of football.
2: So, what, do you have one game that you, that you think of when you think of that era? Because I've got one very clear game that I think of.
0: It was, uh, it was the, the week. When just after we'd lost to Portsmouth in the cup, and then we beat Arsenal and Chelsea in the league in back to back games, we beat Arsenal 2 1. So we lost to Portsmouth, I think, on the Saturday. Then we had Arsenal yeah. on the Wednesday. We beat him 2 1. It was a Danny Rose volley, and then we beat then Chelsea, Chelsea on the Saturday or Sunday. I think Bale was,
2: scored, didn't he? Defoe, or, Bale, and
0: Defoe. It might be that one, or it might have been 1 0. No, maybe. maybe. No, it was Bale coming yeah. in
2: on his right hand, and then oh, that was it. second off. And Lampard, Lampard penalty.
0: Yeah, did not did John Terry get sent off in that game as well? I think yeah. it, he got sent off like twice in three years, whatever. But that week was like a, that was a, a red nap week for me. I, I just, it was, that was, summed it all up. Crashing out the cup and then bouncing back with two big wins.
1: I think oh, for me, well. it's probably pre- Peter Crouch scoring that header against City and finally getting into the Champions League.
0: And the bucket oh. getting poured on his head at full time yeah in, in his black pants the one the one for me is do you
2: remember the game after he got like he, he he didn't get done for um oh, yeah, for dodgy dealing yeah. and we played newcastle and like we went three nil up after about 12
0: minutes benny scored i think lennon scored yeah that's right
2: after not scoring for months and months and months yeah. at everton and it it was just rocking. Wilding. We were having so yeah. much fun. I was in the East Lower for that one, I think, because I couldn't get to give it south But it was just, and there was all that talk about him maybe going to England. And so yes. he was singing, we want you to stay. That it was just great. It was just fun. You know, it, 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 that, yeah. And Spurs hasn't felt fun in a while, but that was really fun.
0: They were good times. They were, I really enjoyed them. Um, mm-hmm. we got two games to preview as well. Um, and the, next week's pod, games. next week's pod's going to be the last one of the season, so we'll have the games to review. We'll have the end of season awards show, which we're going to have to be very creative with this season. Um, we've got Villa Wednesday night. Remember you, you go into that? Did you get? Did you try and get no? No. Nah. No, me neither. I'm not going to it. ASD, did you? No. I'm, I sit, oh yeah. I'm not I went I used to the North
1: to be. Derby, like I said, and so there's no point because they said they were going to not they were going to prioritise season ticket holders who hadn't gone to that game. So I just thought it was pointless. Yeah. Um, well, we've, got, we've got
0: Villa height. Wednesday night and then Leicester at the weekend, isn't it? So, I mean, it's too, and we win both games. Am I right in saying we get Europa League next season if we win both? Yeah, the it's way, that way that game. it is. So it's like, you know, that would be... I know a lot of people don't enjoy the Europa League, but we need to be in Europe. Like, do you know, and we don't want to end up in that Europa Conference. I was about to say we be...
1: can't we cannot end up in the Europa, Europa Conference. So we've like that's I think that's a good motivator, frankly, or at least it should be.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we we just we need we need the Europa League next season. Like, you know, it's and potentially, you know, it's another trophy you might win, it's another route into Champions League, all of that stuff, but it's like we need it, and if we're going to have a big squad as well, it's game time for people, like it, it, it is important Um, so two wins and we do it can we do it? Can we beat Villa and, and Leicester? Leicester, I mean Leicester need to beat,
2: the, that Leicester Chelsea game tomorrow is, is absolutely massive for both teams because yeah. fourth and guarantees we've got a very slim chance but I, Chelsea could, I mean, lose the FA Cup, lose the Women's Champions League, lose to Leicester, because they're not looking great, Chelsea, at the moment.
0: Lose to Chelsea. Liverpool, Liverpool have got two easier games now as well, haven't they? Yeah. Uh,
2: if something weird's going to happen, um, I can see us beating Villa losing to Leicester, frankly. Mm. But I think there's, there's more, uh, Leicester need it more. I know we need it, but Leicester, it'll be so much to Leicester. It'll mean everything to them. And
0: they've got that bump as well, haven't they? And the cup final. Yeah. What do you think, Chris?
1: I just I just don't know. And I think it's like, yeah. it's kind of classic Spurs, like back to where it was. Because I think, you know, there was a moment, there's been a moment in the last sort of five or six years where we've kind of felt like, okay, we're in a good place. We can do it, et cetera. You've got to think we can beat Villa at home, right? Mm. So I think we sh- I think we're going to go and beat and beat Villa at home. I don't know what's going to happen with Leicester, but you know, final games of the season against Leicester are just a bonk. You know, we've seen them before; they're a bit bonkers. Harry Kane loves scoring, so actually, I'm going to say that Harry's going to score a hat trick against Leicester, and we should beat Villa, although we might draw because that would be well within our gift. You know, yeah. so sort of one one, so yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but I think whatever happens, I want lots of goals, please, and let's not end up in the Europa Conference. But you're so right,
0: though. The last game of the season, there are always three or four results, and you think, where's that come from? Yes. Yeah. Like you get four alls yeah. and five yeah. threes and all that, don't you? On the last day, it's like it does it all go a bit crazy. So yeah. it always, it always chucks up some entertainment anyway. And let's the see if the Newcastle game. The, the yeah. Pochettino Newcastle yes.
2: game. Where, where, where did we
0: get beaten? To five one.
1: Yeah. They scored what five goals about? against us.
0: They were they, they were down to ten men as well, weren't they, for quite a lot of that game. And they and we still were
1: still fighting to be second and we ended up third because yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. And didn't Townsend scored against us, Sissoko scored against us. It was like it's so funny when you look back at that. And didn't that mean that Arsenal managed to pip us to second yeah, yeah. that that was yeah, yeah. that year, wasn't yep. it?
2: We finishing third in a two horse race.
0: race. Classic. Yeah. Classic.
2: <laughs> um, but it does look like we'll yeah, I mean, we obviously there's a chance, but it it looks like we'll finish ahead of Arsenal for the fifth year in a row. So yeah. I mean, that's gotta count for I something.
0: I mean, I know it's not too much to celebrate, but ten year when I was a kid growing up, my best mate was an Arsenal fan, if you'd have said to me five seasons in a row we will finish above them, I would have laughed at you. I would have just yeah. thought there is no way that can ever happen. So it's like the fact that really I won't even really be celebrating that. Like, that says quite a lot, yeah. doesn't it? It's like, I'm not really that bothered about it this season. Because we haven't ni- achieved anything. They are ninth in the table. And their label. manager's like, still in a job.
2: I, I mean, they're not happy about it, are they? But who's going to go there? I mean, they've got some great talent. Like, Mourinho. That. He's gone to Roma, is not it? He's, yeah. he's already won to die, apparently, which is crazy. Yeah, brilliant.
1: He's always loved Die, though, hasn't
2: he? Yeah, he He has, yeah. He has.
1: He has,
0: but, yeah. Any other business before we close?
1: I've always got something, as you know. <laughs> so today, on May the 17th, it's the international, it's called Ida Hobbit, Ida Holbit. It was once called Ida Hot, then it was Ida Hot B, now it's Ida Hobbit, and there's also a campaign now to call it Ida Holbit, which is the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, Biophobia. the L is for Lesbophobia. the I is for Interphobia, which is Intersexphobia. Phobia. It's created in 2004. To draw attention to the violence and discrimination experienced by our community. Um, and it was the date of May 17th was specifically chosen um, as it was the date, it's the date the World Health Organization decided in 1990, so not that long ago, to declassify homosexuality as a mental disorder. Um, from a Spurs perspective, there's some brilliant, yeah, I it blows my mind, ASD, as well. From a Spurs perspective, there's some brilliant, um, Content on the Proudly Whites um, social media, both uh, all across Twitter, Facebook and um, Instagram. Um, there's a little video of uh, yesterday's man of the match talking about why he thinks it's important that footballers should be role models. There's a great a little clip of Eric Dyer talking about why he, he he's a good ally and why it's important to him. And a lovely little clip of Ledley saying why he was proud to go and um, collect an award, FVH award um, on behalf of the club. So uh, have a little look at that. And that's today.
2: And the, me- the message here is, is, is how important it is to be an ally for us, is yeah. to call out from our position of comfort and privilege, is, is to call out any homophobia we hear. Even, I mean, it, you you tweeted about it, the term Red Boy, which yeah. is some people say, well, we'll, talk, well, it's not homophobic. It's, you know, it's just a male prostitute, but it, it holds a lot of pain for a lot of gay men and it's using the term gay as a as an as a weapon
1: exactly that it's like if if it wasn't homophobic no one would bother Mm. you don't see anyone using the term gigolo (laughs) no
2: Mm. no
1: so so yeah i think it's important and there's there's lots of work going on in that for that you know there's some interesting piece that sky sports ran um i was uh, today i was talking at an appg an all-party parliamentary group on thursday there was their like Ida hobbit event and actually because i had a bunch of mps in front of me that's what that was my focus was to say actually let's look at this because part of the problem is is that the cps and the police don't see it as homophobic and so no one really bothers with it's like oh it doesn't matter but you know trying to move the police um and then you know and then subsequently everyone else will move behind it so yeah thank you thanks thank you guys
0: Real thanks, Chris. Um, can't believe next week's the last one of the season. Can you? We need categories
2: for the awards. We need funny ones. Obviously, we'll have player, goal, manager of the season, all
0: of that. But we need more interesting ones because it's been an awful season. I think you know. Yeah. So, if anyone listening has got some suggestions that you want us to to go through, please do tweet us. We are at underscore echoes of glory on Twitter. Um, so yeah, do give us a shout. Echoes of Glory Pod at Gmail dot com. and and if you can't contact us that way you're stuffed really because there's there's no other medium Um, so yeah look forward to uh, to chatting with you both again next week for the last show of the season thank you everybody for listening and whatever happens this week futures bright futures lily white come on you Spurs
3: I always thought there was very very many people interested in football and I always thought that football was a very important game but I never realised until today just how important it is Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy, and the volley. We are the hat-trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever.
0: Van der Vaart to level it up. Rafael van der Vaart, 2-2. It's quite a game, isn't it always?
3: We are Jennings, Defoe, and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next. We are Blancheflower, Ardelis, and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.